sentiment in this country, despite all these wins, is not very good. All they've heard is negative news for three years. Everything is negative. I'm not being critical of the press. If you turn on the television, the only way you're going to get a hit is if there's something negative. Ah, yes. And that's being a Democrat, where really he experiences the daily love and affection of the near entirety of the American news media. Imagine being Donald Trump for a day. Imagine being Clarence Thomas for a day and Jenny Thomas for a day. The attacks continue. Another smear piece on Clarence and Jenny Thomas in the Washington Post today. It's a party paper, you know. By the way, a no small affair. Today is uh, what our parents called VE Day. That is, uh, not the Democrats, that, what, VD Day? No, uh, Victory in Europe Day, when uh, my father among them, a great many Americans, uprooted their lives and went over to Europe to smash Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party, which was, of course, committing genocide against the Jewish people and uh, the Gypsy Romana people and, um, you know, and uh, gay people and, uh, well, and, you know, massacring much of Europe in the name of bringing about their their incredible dream, the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Uh, we know it's in Germany. It's the National Socialist Workers' Party. We know it's national. It's a Socialist Workers' Party, Adolf Hitler. And uh, keep in mind, as Benito Mussolini said, fascism is the melding, the marriage of the mingling of state and corporate entities. And I think we saw that on the lead up to the 2020 election, didn't we, with the Democrat Party and the FBI telling Twitter and Facebook total information dominance to not share those nasty Russian disinformation stories about Hunter Biden's laptop. Our father's... My father, anyway, had to fight the fascists and smash them. And, of course, Dwight David Eisenhower, Supreme Allied Commander in Europe, who became a Republican president, who had to send the 101st Airborne down to Little Rock, Arkansas, to move a big, fat fat Democrat governor, Orville Faubus, out of the front door of the Central High School there. Um, But today, May 8th, A very important day in American history. 78 years ago today, we were able to declare VE Day, Victory in Europe Day, and uh, still weren't done because the Japanese were still ripping it up in Asia and the Pacific, and VJ Day would follow, but VE Day. And, uh, you know, if you got a World War II veteran anywhere around you, you know one, you you can call him somewhere if he lives in Colorado or or in Montana, or in Texas, call your, your World War II vets. You know, again, 78 years ago now, so you know, if you fought in World War II, you got some miles on you today, right? But today is, uh, is it, you know, it's VE Day, great stuff. That uh, sailor kissing the nice lady in Times Square, famous, iconic photograph, it's VE Day, Victory in Europe. 
as most or many of you know, my my father, who died when I was very young, was a uh, Navy fighter pilot in uh, in WWII World War II, and um, fought in the uh, European Theater of Operations and the Pacific Theater of Operations. So God bless America, and uh, raise a glass, raise a glass today. I said I'm not saying start drinking now. Maybe you know wait for a little while. Uh, but raise a glass. You could raise a, you know, a, a glass of Pellegrino, too, if you'd like. Uh, and, uh, you know, honor the greatest generation. Smashed fascism. Which Benito Mussolini said, you know, uh, you could call it corporatism, he said. The melding, the marriage of state and corporate power, like the Democrat Party and their relationship with the information oligarchs in the United States of America at Twitter and Facebook, they were so angry when Twitter was taken away from them, weren't they? Yes, they were. Why? Why do you think that is? And remember what Vladimir Lenin said, the goal of socialism is communism. That's what Vlad the Impaler said. He knew a thing or two about it. You know, the Union of... Soviet Socialist Republics, that was socialism. Adolf Hitler, the National Socialist German Workers' Party, they're in Germany. They're a Socialist Workers' Party, make no mistake. Yes, sir. And uh, Benito Mussolini knew a thing or, about it, thing or two about it, too. So uh, God bless America and uh, the greatest generation and, and uh, members of the United States military that have that have fought and sacrificed, been wounded and died and suffered with the memories of combating communism in Vietnam, in Korea, around the world. America standing up, Ronald Reagan standing up to the Soviet Union. America, the greatest country in the world. If not for us, the world, and this is actually true, if not for the United States of America, the, uh, the entire planet would be one contiguous slave state, totalitarian state. That's no joke. That is, uh, that is a fact. Were it not for us, Britain would have eventually lost to the Socialist Workers' Party. And um, man, oh man. Thank God for us, literally. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to uh, Joe Biden. Is he old enough to be a World War II veteran? Not quite, I think, but perhaps close. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You're a Democrat party. That's right, Benito Mussolini <clears throat> said fascism is the merger of state and corporate power. I looked it up at the Chicago Public Library for the Benito Mussolini quote. Fascism is the merger of state and corporate power, and what we have now is uh, uh, tantamount to fascism. And uh, the fascists called look, Benito Mussolini was the leader of the socialist movement in Italy, and then late in his career jumped on the fascist bandwagon, saw Hitler and his socialist workers' party doing well in, in Nazi Germany. The Nazis were the socialist workers' party. Make no mistake. It's not what they teach at Harvard. Because it's true. Uh, now let's get back to uh, the dim-witted president of the United States. Um, 
make some note of VA, v, VE Day uh, today and, uh, and uh, you know, thank the United States of America. Now, the, the enemy is within. And, you know, the McCarthyism at all, uh, of it all, blaming, oh, you're a Russian, you're a Russian agent. That's uh, honestly. Tulsi Gabbard, a Democrat congresswoman from Hawaii who served in the United States military, still in the reserves. I think she's a lieutenant colonel now served in Iraq, and Hillary Clinton said that she was a Russian operative, a Russian agent, completely insane. Man. And they call it, and, and Trump, he's a Russian, he's a Russian. Anybody that, oh, you're Russian, uh, Tucker Carlson is a Russian agent, a Russian operative. That is just uh, communism. It's, it is uh, McCarthyism. It's, uh, it is uh, a horror show. All right, let's get to the uh, dim-witted president of the United States. Because there is a new poll out, and I want to uh, share some of this ridiculous fluffer interview that MSDNC did, too. Um, man, oh, man. Uh, let's go to soundbite number two. Stephanie Rule, R-U-H-L. Rule? Maybe a few more rules? I wonder what her family's background is. Stephanie Rule uh, fluffing uh, Joe Biden on Friday on MSDNC. Uh, and Joe Biden is very often confused and doesn't know what to say, obviously. Oh, and wait till I share this because the, the White House staff kept interrupting the interview saying, no, 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 uh, stop. We don't want to talk. Uh, and uh, Dunderhead just kept going. The What's the difference night. between the two of you? Everything. Trump, Trump and him. Everything. Everything. Everything, everything, everything. Period. <laughs> period. Period. That's what happens when somebody puts an ellipsis in the teleprompter with Joe Biden. The difference between him, yeah, we had a secure border, um, what, 1.2, 1.4% interest rates. Uh, Mexico was stopping the flow of illegals from their southern border. Uh, and, uh, you know, Trump had him, he put him on notice. And they were afraid of him because, you know, they all believe what they saw on CNN. So isn't that amazing? Uh, let's go to soundbite number four. Stephanie Rule asked Joe Biden, um, gosh, why we should should elect this 80-year-old man who is obviously a doddering fool? It is fair to say that there's not a Fortune 500 company in the world looking to hire a CEO in his 80s. So why would an 82-year-old Joe Biden be the right person for the most important job in the world? Because I have acquired a hell of a lot of wisdom. I know more than the vast majority of people. I'm more experienced than anybody's ever run for the office. And I think I've proven myself to be honorable as well as also effective. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, the subpoenas are coming on the Biden family corruption schemes. Uh, he's going to be 82 years old if he were reelected, then he'd be 86 years old. He was not bright when he was 40, right? And he wasn't truthful either. 82 years old, and why would, uh, and no CEO. Well, I've got, I've accumulated a lot of, in fact, I've forgotten more about politics and government than most people will ever know, including myself. <laughs> now, there is, there is this poll that, uh, another poll that the Washington Post is burying and hiding, but you may remember Joe Biden from 1988, this came up during the 2020 campaign. Uh, he was running for president in 1988 and, and in 1868. It was uh, 
1988, and he was at a campaign stop, and someone, uh, either a reporter or just a uh, voter, asked Joe Biden, um, so, and he lied and he lied and he lied about everything, and, uh, and uh, at, it, starting with the first one, that he's got a higher IQ than anybody. I, I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, That's in my a lie. class that's that a, lie. a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. That's a lie. international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees. That's a lie. That's a lie. school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. My IQ to yours. He's low IQ theater. He's low IQ Joe. Um, he did not graduate with three degrees. He did not attend law school on a full scholarship. He did not graduate in the top half of his class. Um, he did not graduate with an excessive number of credits. Only an idiot would do that. Hey, I only need 128 to graduate. I got 164. I could have graduated last year, but I was too stupid. Um, it is The guy is a uh, complete meatloaf, and he has been for, for a very, very long time. And I'm going to get to um, Hunter Biden because there's a lot of news on Hunter Biden. And uh, even George Stephanopoulos of the Clinton administration, White House, uh, now, of course, an ABC News anchor, even he yesterday on Sunday had to take issue um, and, and sound the alarms for, for the Democrats that, that Joe Biden may not be their guy uh, to run for the presidency. Of course, you know, the problem is their backup quarterback is Kamala. And, wow, talk about a rock and a hard place. You know, I like to tell the truth, and I like to offer solutions. Well, if you have high blood pressure, and who doesn't? Maybe you know somebody who does. I want to tell you about some friends of mine at 120 Life. 120 Life is a Chicago-based company developed a juice drink that can help lower your blood pressure naturally. 120 Life is a natural juice drink made from pomegranates, tart cherries, cranberries, hibiscus, beetroot, magnesium. Each and every one of these elements helps with your blood pressure. Look them up. It can help lower your blood pressure without side effects. I'm drinking it, and I love it, and I know that you will too. Helps keep me energized and helps keep my blood pressure in check. The truth is there are easy, natural ways to keep your blood pressure in check, and one of them is 120 Life. So check it out and tell them Chris Plant sent you. Visit 120life.com, that's 120life.com on Al Gore's amazing internet. You can order a two-week trial pack of their delicious juice drink. There's a money-back guarantee. And when you use the code CHRIS, you're going to save 15% because we're friends. The natural approach to blood pressure management, visit 120life.com today. Start seeing the benefits in just two weeks. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or condition. Yeah, more uh, Joe Biden. And then uh, the, uh, the, the panic at ABC News. Here's a headline. Biden's mental sharpness and physical health doubted. A Washington Post ABC poll finds. I have the details coming up. I know more than the vast majority of people. Obviously, that's not true.
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's get to uh, let's get back to Joe Biden and the fluff job done by Stephanie Rule at MSDNC. This is uh, you know um, uh, Joe is very uh, very uh, proud of his uh, crackhead Russian hooker uh, paying stripper knocker upper paternity denying um, international organized crime family leader, Hunter Biden, and that came up on Friday. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you, could be charged by your Department of Justice. No ties to you. Your presidents? Lie. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. He's done I no- trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Made proud of him. I wonder what makes him most proud. Is it the pictures of him in a bathtub, unshaven, smoking a crack pipe with the Hookers, maybe it's maybe it's uh, arguing with the Russian prostitute in the hotel room that he doesn't beat her much, so she should be happy. I was literally saying, I'm sorry that it took so long to give you ten thousand dollars. Do you have any bruise? Anything? Is any? Have I ever touched you in a bad way? Ever? Have I asked you every time if I could touch you? I, uh, you know, he's the the uh, gentleman John. That's what they call him, gentleman John. Because he brings the crack. He's got the $10,000. Have I ever uh, beaten you and bruised you and left you battered and bruised on the side of the road or in a dumpster where uh, my brother's widow, who I was dating, threw my pistol? I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. More respectful than anyone she's ever met? That's rather presumptuous. Joe Biden is uh, very proud, very proud. Um, You know, look, Hunter has been the front man bringing in the millions and millions of dollars for the Biden organized crime family. And I've got an update for you on that, too, from Congressman Comer. Let me share with you a couple of uh, news stories uh, that resulted from the ABC News Washington Post poll. They're very disappointed. They themselves buried the numbers that uh, that they didn't like. Uh, and even George Snuffleupagus, of course, a career Democrat Party operative and apparatchik who's been posing as a journalist at ABC News for decades now. And what do they pay him, Michael? Like $14 million a year or something like that to be the Democrat Party operative? There are no equivalents uh, uh, in terms of Republican Party. 
party operatives at network news organizations. But everywhere you look at ABC, NBC, CBS, longtime party apparatchiks. And uh, George Snuffleupagus was a Democrat Capitol Hill staffer, then a Democrat Bill Clinton campaign staffer, then a Democrat Bill Clinton White House official. And then as soon as he left that, he was instantly a journalist. Because really, if you're looking for a big job in television news, the best path is through Democrat Party politics. Chunk Todd was a Democrat Senate campaign staffer. Chunk Todd's wife is a Democrat Party political operative who has taken in millions of dollars for um, work with, for example, the, the Bernie Sanders campaign. Remember, Bernie Sanders had that volunteer who was a suicide attacker that uh, shot Congressman Steve Scalise, tried to kill Senator Rand Paul, and then Congressman Ron DeSantis on that baseball field, along with many other Republicans. It's good to be a Democrat. Jim Shuto at CBS, um, uh, excuse me, at CNN. Jim Shuto, he was at ABC, then he went to work for the Obama White House, and then he got an anchor job at CNN. And, uh, and then Jake Tapper is a former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer. Uh, he worked for the woman whose son married Chelsea Clinton. And also the woman's husband was a member of Congress, too. He went to prison for corruption, but uh, pay no attention. Because when you're a Democrat, it all washes away. It all washes away. The Washington Post. Biden's mental sharpness and physical health doubted. Post-ABC poll shows. Though the incumbent, 80, 80 years old, and former president, Donald Trump, 76, 76 years old, are close in age, the poll reveals strikingly different views about their capabilities. That's because Donald Trump is obviously still very sharp, and Joe Biden is obviously not. More than 6 in 10 Americans say President Biden does not have the mental sharpness or physical health to serve effectively as president, according to a Washington Post-ABC News poll finding that, a finding that underscores some of the stark challenges he is confronting at the outset of his campaign for re-election. This is a lovingly written article. They're, they're trying to, you know, hug him and embrace him and, and gently tell him as though he's a father figure that maybe this job isn't for him. Where's the 25th Amendment when you need it, honestly, which allows a president be removed if they have been incapacitated, and he's Mr. Incapacity. Though Biden 80 and former President Donald Trump 76 are close in age, the poll finds that Americans have strikingly different views about their capabilities, even as Biden's doctor has declared the incumbent healthy. You know, that video of him falling over on his bicycle and falling up the stairs, Air Force One, again and again. About a third of Americans, 32%, say Biden has the mental sharpness to be effective in the White House. That means 32% of Americans don't have the mental sharpness to judge whether a president is up to the task while 54% say the same of Donald Trump. And you got to take into account that so many Democrats hate him that they would only give a negative answer no matter what they were asked. And one-third, 33%, say Biden is in good enough physical health for the job, while 64% say that about Trump, the leading Republican candidate. Overall, more than 4 in 10 Americans, 43%, say in the poll that 
both Biden and Trump are too old to serve new terms as president when they would be 82 for Joe Biden and 78 for Donald Trump, respectively, on Inauguration Day. Yet there again, there is a divergence between perceptions of Biden and Trump. About a quarter, 26%, say only Biden is too old, while 1% say Trump is too old. And that's just the Trump-hate syndrome, because Trump obviously is very sharp, and it it varies, you know. I saw a 100-year-old man, a World War II veteran, being interviewed the day before yesterday on the television, and he was sharper than, than Biden. And he's 100 years old. Another 28% say neither candidate is too old to serve a new term. Now, that is um, pretty important stuff for Biden in particular and the Democrats. And, uh, and they're very concerned, the Democrats are. The Washington Post had another piece. Biden faces broad negative ratings at start of campaign, post-ABC poll finds. The president's approval ratings, having nothing to do with his mental acuity or his physical capabilities, slipped to a new low, more Americans, it says, more Americans than not, doubt his mental acuity and his support against leading GOP challengers is far shakier than at this point four years ago. I would think so. Well, you guys hit him from the public, and he was in the basement um, and also, you know, he, he, he wasn't really running four years ago. He was eating ice cream and he was in his basement. As he bins, begins his campaign for re-election, President Biden faces substantial and multiple challenges, according to a Washington Post-ABC News survey. His overall approval ratings have slipped to a new low. More Americans than not doubt his mental acuity. And his support against leading Republican challengers is far shakier than at this point four years ago. That's, uh, uh, it, it's at the top of the story, and then they have it again. Former President Donald Trump still uh, uh, leading, a, uh, forming a, a field of candidates for the Republican nomination, receiving about twice as much support as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has not declared that he's running. But Trump carries his own baggage. Now they got to attack Trump for a little while before they get to the fact that Trump is whooping Joe Biden in the polls. And that's why they're burying it, because they hate it. Um, And even Democrats think that he's probably not their guy. Even among fellow Democrats, most say they prefer that their party nominate, quote, someone other than Biden, end quote a view that has been consistent in polls since before the midterm elections in which Democrats performed far better than expected, the Washington Post writes. They still haven't gotten to the the Trump part of it because they've got to hide it and bury it as deep in the story as they can because, you know, they're the Democrat Party in print. Former President uh, Donald Trump, who they despise, of course, and... His name is mentioned 60 times in the story. (laughs) Man, oh man. But they've got um, President Trump, and uh, he's up eight points over Joe Biden. And the Democrats are panicking. They're, They're panicking. Biden approval rating reaches new low in ABC poll. The number of people that 
approve, 36%. The number of people that disapprove, 56%. You can't win a presidential election when you've got 36% approval rating unless there is a third-party candidate, then it becomes possible again. Americans say Trump did a better job handling the economy when he was president than Biden has done during his presidency so far. And that's got to uh, rattle their cages. They say Biden inherited the economy from Trump, badly damaged from the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, but uh, inflation was, I think, one2 maybe 1.4% when Joe Biden took over. Um, there weren't shortages at grocery stores as there are now. Now, part of it is that Democrats are stealing everything off the shelves. And uh, this is all very bad news for the Democrat Party, and they're very upset about it, very upset indeed. Less than 35% Biden think that Biden has the mental sharpness for a second term, the left-wing Axios reports. And the New York Post, which actually reports the news and doesn't hem and haw and bury the Democrat Party bad news. Most Americans don't think Biden's mentally sharp enough to serve a second term in a new poll. And, um, you know, Trump is uh, looking good, looking good. President Trump has the mental sharpness. President Trump is up by seven, eight points, depending on who you ask. Um, And uh, the Democrats are freaking. Now let's go to uh, Snuffleupagus. ABC this week, um, and uh, with a Clinton administration official, as it's called, George Snuffleupagus, gosh, these polls aren't looking good for us, the Democrats. President Biden pushing back on questions about his age from Stephanie Rule as he bids for re-election. Pushing back. one of the big challenges he faces now more revealed by our brand new poll. Political director Rick Klein here to break it down. And Rick, this poll is just brutal for President Biden. It's brutal. It's just brutal for President Biden. They have, they have their political guy. He's a Democrat, too. His name is Rick Klein. It's good to be a Democrat because all the news media around you, they're looking to do whatever helps you out. Uh, Here's Rick Klein. You talked earlier about that record low approval rating for President Biden. It's actually six points down just since February. And the skepticism over his leadership extends deep inside his own party. Only 36 percent of Democrats think that their party should nominate Joe Biden for a second term. Fifty eight percent say they would uh, support someone else or prefer someone else. That's despite the fact that the entire DNC and most of the Democratic establishment has rallied behind President Biden. Yeah, well, they're the establishment, and he's their sock puppet. And whoever is really behind the curtain pulling the strings, presumably Barack Obama from one of his many multimillion-dollar oceanfront mansions, completely unconcerned about rising oceans, rising level of the sea. Uh, Rick Klein with his uh, pal, Clinton administration official George Stephanopoulos. Biden carried independence by 13 points against Donald Trump. He is now trailing Trump by nine points among those same voters. He carried black voters by 75 points in 2020. Now he is up just 35. That may sound like a lot, but the fact of the matter is, in, in modern politics, that is not the kind of number that a Democrat needs to be victorious. Especially when they run an almost purely racial racist, racially divisive campaign, and the Democrat Party, ironically, party of Jefferson Davis, Nathan Bedford Forrest, and Jim Crow. Um, Wake up, wake up, wake up, honestly. Uh, And then there's another dimension to all of this. Dementia? No, dimension. (laughs) Not dementia. Another dimension to all of this. And um, and this is a, uh, this is a a big deal too. Congressman James Comer, um, 
He uh, stepped out yesterday and said, listen, he is going to hold a press conference on Wednesday. James Comer, he's been investigating Biden family corruption. They've got two whistleblowers on Capitol Hill, one of, out of the Internal Revenue Service, which the Obama-Biden administration used against their political enemies. You may remember if you had the word patriot in your organization or Tea Party, they sidelined you uh, uh, on the uh, Obama uh, re-election campaign uh, using and abusing the IRS, right? Uh, Lois Lerner, remember her? Uh, so uh, IRS whistleblower saying, hey, there's all this stuff going on with Hunter Biden and the Biden family. they got nine or 12 Biden family members been sucking in tens of millions of dollars, as it turns out, uh, from foreign countries, in many cases, let's politely say adversaries of the United States of America, uh, for no-show jobs. What, what business are, are the Biden family members in that they're being paid millions of dollars uh, by people in Ukraine and China and Russia? What, what exactly, what, what is their company? What services do they provide? Nobody knows the answer to that. Hunter Biden worked in the gas industry? No. Does he speak Ukrainian? No. Does he speak Russian? No. Speak Cantonese? No. What services are being provided by members of the family? And the FBI and this, uh, you know, uh, Delaware thing, they keep telling us, oh, he's a Trump appointee. That's deception extraordinaire. Um, and here is James Comer yesterday saying, the FBI better not announce these lily-livered, limp charges against Hunter Biden in the next few days before Congressman James Comer and Congressman Chuck Grassley hold their press conference on Wednesday announcing findings, and they have receipts now. They have, that's the word that keeps being used, they have um, not only emails but bank records that they plan on going public with on Wednesday, and they're telling the FBI and the Department of Justice, don't come up with your phony, like, taxes and didn't fill out the gun form properly so he can pay a fine and get back to the Russian hookers. Just wait until Congress steps up here. My message to the Department of Justice is very loud and clear. Do not indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday when you have the opportunity to see the evidence that the House Oversight Committee will produce with respect to the web of LLCs, with respect to the number of adversarial countries that this family influence peddled in. Let's take a quick I've got more of James Comer coming right up on the Biden family, the Biden organized crime family. And um, he obviously doesn't trust the Merrick Garland Department of Justice He's assuming they're going to try to do some downfield blocking before Congress steps up. And uh, even though he's been warned by Congress, I wouldn't put it past the Merrick Garland Justice Department to do precisely that. But there's more from Congressman James Comer coming right up. Yeah, Congressman Comer is concerned that uh, uh, Democrats are ginning up a slap on the wrists scenario out of the corrupt justice department and uh, he's got something to say about that because he's got bank records and he's planning on blowing the lid off the thing on uh, wednesday he says obviously the president's sons committed many crimes many crimes i mean you're you're looking at potential money laundering jonathan turley comes on fox all the time and talks about uh, he was essentially a foreign agent for countries like china 
Uh, he's an unregistered foreign agent. They, you know, those are serious crimes. You've got the possible racketeering. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And again, Maria, it's not just the president's son. And we don't believe these countries were paying the Biden family for nothing. We believe yeah. they were getting a return on their investment. And the return on the investment would have been policy decisions for then Vice President Joe Biden and current President Joe Biden. There's another member of Congress on the television saying that <clears throat> they've tracked about $30 million coming to the Biden family from foreign interests. For what exactly? They have no talents, obviously. Uh, in California, the uh, Democrats are now promising $1.2 million in reparations for each and every African-American. Uh, Congresswoman Barbara Lee is a radical left-winger from California. Reparations are not only morally justifiable, but they have the potential to address long-standing racial disparities and inequality. The, uh, the sure the possibility. And uh, then at the hearing, the Reverend Tony Pierce has a uh, has a big idea. He says one point two million dollars per African American person is not nearly enough. The equivocal number from the eighteen sixties. For 40 acres today is $200 million for each and every African-American. 40 acres adjusted for inflation is $200 million, provided those 40 acres are in Manhattan um, or in Beverly Hills. Then you got the $200 million equation there adjusted for inflation. By the way, it was the Republicans that had proposed 40 acres and a mule for African-Americans after the Republicans freed the slaves from the Democrats. And it was the Democrats that then put the kibosh on the whole 40 acres and a mule thing. Um, not that uh, we report history accurately because the Democrats have secured information dominance and they get to airbrush their own history out of American history. See you tonight on Newsmax. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.